This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, March 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Rural impacts from carbon neutrality. Fair plan ups coverage limits. And Vilsack to speak with G7 ag ministers. Rural lawmaker fears economic impacts of electrifying agriculture. At a joint hearing yesterday on achieving carbon neutrality, lawmakers dove into the many obstacles and trade-offs as California races toward its 2045 goal. Uncertainty over oil production following the Russian invasion of Ukraine fuel calls for accelerating that energy transition to meet zero emissions. Republican Assembly member Heath Flora of the North San Joaquin Valley said his constituents are tremendously concerned the carbon neutrality goal will cause the cost of living to skyrocket. Flora worried the conversation has been weighed too heavily toward urban districts rather than the Central Valley. He encouraged the state to work with industries like agriculture on a phased approach that would avoid massive costs to communities As a success story, he called the Farmer Program for replacing tractors. Right now, there is not an electric tractor out there, and we currently are the breadbasket of the world, said Flora. He again stressed the importance of incentivizing carbon sequestration on agriculture lands. Others pressed for policies that would advance hydrogen trucks and tractors in agriculture and other industries following the lead of the United Kingdom. Fair plan bumps up coverage limits. California Insurance Commissioner Ricardo Lara yesterday increased commercial coverage limits for the state's insurer of last resort for the first time since the 1990s. Offering expanded coverage to businesses will help as our state continues its economic recovery from the pandemic, said Lara. The changes will allow farmers and wineries in high wildfire risk areas to secure the insurance needed to continue operating. Roger Isom, who leads trade groups for processors and cotton ginners, said the new limits will be, quote, a lifeline to farm owners and agricultural processing facilities in fire-prone areas that have lost coverage through the insurance market. The proposed increases will rise from $4.5 million to $8.4 million for the Division I Commercial Property Program and from $3.6 million to $7.2 million for the Division II Business Owners Program. The changes will likely take effect on May 1. Now, on that note, the insurance department is also proposing new regulations that would require insurers to factor wildfire safety actions into the pricing of commercial and residential insurance. The changes would lead to discounts and coverage for safety precautions and provide transparency on how insurers score properties for wildfire risk. FDA pairs down leafy greens sampling in California. The FDA won't be conducting a broad sampling of leafy greens in the Salinas Valley during the growing season as it did last year to check for E. coli and salmonella. Western Growers, which received an email from FDA about its plan, says the agency will instead be considering, quote, risk-based surveillance sampling based on historical data and information from previous outbreaks of foodborne illness. The agency is reserving the right to reassess its approach if it is necessary. 
CRP sign-up ends amid food supply questions. Today's the last day for landowners to apply for the Conservation Reserve Program under the latest general sign-up. The Biden administration sees CRP as a vital climate initiative and has been working to get enrollment closer to the cap set by the 2018 Farm Bill, 27 million acres starting October. This week, the top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman of Arkansas, called for delaying the sign-up, and he cited uncertainty about the impact of the war in Ukraine on global food supplies. The Department of Agriculture is not backing away from trying to maximize the sign-up, but during Commodity Classic yesterday here in New Orleans, Farm Service Agency Administrator Zach Ducheneau was pressed by farmers on how the war would affect CRP enrollment. He described the acreage cap quote as a goal, but seemed to concede some of our farmers may decide to keep land out of the program. Our job is to provide producers an option. Producers can exercise whatever option they want, he said. By the way, his boss, USDA Undersecretary Robert Bonney, told AgriPulse the war would have no impact on the department's management of CRP. We'll continue to try to get land into the program. The Ukraine stuff hasn't changed our calculus on any of the CRP stuff, he said. Keep in mind, about 22 million acres are currently enrolled in the program, and contracts on 4 million acres expire in September. Vilsack addresses G7 ag ministers on Ukraine. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack scheduled to speak today virtually with fellow G7 agriculture ministers, and a key issue will be how some nations are restricting exports of agricultural commodities due to the war in Ukraine, according to sources speaking with AgriPulse. Ukraine is a major producer of corn, wheat, and sunflower oil. Press reports out of Serbia, Hungary, Indonesia, and Pakistan say those countries are trying to stop exports of commodities like corn, wheat, and vegetable oil. Secretary Vilsack also speaks today at Commodity Classic here in New Orleans. Grocery prices rose 1.4% in February, 8.6% last year. The price consumers are paying for groceries jumped 1.4% in February, 8.6% over the past year, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics and their report yesterday. The monthly increase in what's known as the, quote, food at home index, the largest in about two years, but the 12-month increase was the biggest since the period ending April 1981. Those increases helped to drive an overall hike in the consumer price index of 7.9% over the past 12 months, also the largest in 40 years. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Let's continue to make sure that we save for a non-rainy day. That Sacramento Mayor Daryl Steinberg encouraging residents to conserve water during a press conference with state water leaders. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, March 11th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.